Hello, my friends, and welcome to the Not So Native Podcast. Let me introduce your host. My name is Rob Lamb. And I'm Aaron Bailey. Kick back and let us take you on a journey as we explore some of Arizona's most fascinating people, places, and things to do. Are you ready? Are you looking to make your next vacation remarkable? Call Ted Vershuren with Cruise Planners, an American Express travel representative, 1-800-590-4108, or visit tlccruisestoreandmore.com. From cruises to land tours and complete vacation packages, when you're thinking of vacations, think Ted with Cruise Planners, where all you have to do is pack. 1-800-590-4108, or visit tlccruisestoreandmore.com. Hey, everybody. Rob Lamb here. I'm Cliff Kingsbury. (laughs) All right, well, we're the Not-So-Native Podcast. We're on my back porch doing kind of a recap episode of first season of episodes. We've hoped that you have enjoyed them and that we've helped you learn something a little bit more about Arizona, but in the process, um, hope that you were entertained. You see how good looking that guy is? Good thing this is radio. Cardinals coach. (laughs) (laughs) We're on the back porch drinking a little bit of Robert Mondavi's cab. I know we were out of beer and then Smoking a couple of stogies. I got a... Perdomo. Perdomos. Enjoying those. So we kind of want to recap what we learned, why we wanted to do this podcast, what was our decision, and where, where, we, where we really wanted to go. And where we really wanted to go kind of depends on, on you guys, and we'd love to get some feedback from you at our website, notsonativepodcast.com. You could click on... They contact us and give us a little bit of feedback, some places in Arizona that you might want to hear about, learn about, some special spot that you have that maybe we could get you on the podcast with us. And, uh, and, and you could tell us about why you like that particular place. That would be really entertaining. What do you think about that? If they're entertaining, yeah, it would be good. <laughs> so, so if you got a personality, hit us up. We'd be happy to have you on the podcast. Tweet. You can tweet us. IG it. What's IG? Oh, I'm just teasing. <laughs> anyway, you can edit that out, by the way. Anyway, so Aaron, tell me, why were you interested in doing the podcast with me? Oh, you kept asking primarily to do the podcast. Well, that's true. Oh, uh, no, so... Um you're the you're the you're the native. I'd be the native of the the title. Uh, I think the biggest attraction and the idea behind the podcast, the reason why I wanted to do it was born and raised here. My father was born and raised here. My grandfather might as well have been born and raised here. So we're going back what third generation now. Um, second generation is maybe. Not common at all, so uh, I'm very proud of my Arizona nativism, my Phoenician nativism, if you will. Um, I just really wanted to 
get an idea of more about this state, right? People move out here because it's beautiful weather, you know, we're in a resort town. And people retire out here, right? And I was born and raised here. I would not want to be proud of that and uh, figure out more about that. But I think all too often people have this stigma that, uh, oh, you live in Phoenix, so you're close to California, the beach, or you're close to Vegas, or, oh, you're, you're up by the Grand Canyon, you know. Or you live in a sand dune hut. Yeah, or they... You know, People they got, have no clue about the geography of Arizona. You get nothing but scorpions and diamondbacks, <clears throat> which is true. Uh, but there's so much more to it that people don't know that I didn't know being born and raised here. So I think the the podcast kind of forced me out of my... Uh, I was going to say shell, but what would be a, uh, a desert likened to it? Force you out from under your rock, you little desert rat? Yeah, there we go. See, that works. <laughs> Um, and, and even things like in the in the west side of town where I grew up, like when we did the piece on the wigwam, you know, my my father's got a huge history out out there with with his career for thirty years in the the Goodyear area, um, about how that settled really the whole west and the wigwam. Go back and listen to that episode; it's a great one, very entertaining. <coughs> um, I'm just really how much has grown and just uh, become this metropolis in the desert this thriving metropolis you know and uh, I just don't think it gets enough credit so I was hoping to just want to shed some more light on that right shed light on people that are even if they're not natives they've, they've adopted it right and they're, they're proud to be here they moved here for a reason not just because their parents moved them out here uh, but they, they want to draw more attention to that so why do you stay I mean for God's sakes it gets to 118 in the summertime but but why do you stay I can tell you why I stay. You don't have to shovel heat, right? That's true. Yeah, you know. Uh, I mean, obviously the, the, the family's here. It's a clear that's a connection for the most part. Uh, but I love it. I mean, I, in fact, we were talking the other day, right, about going up north. Like, I'm not afraid of many things, right? You know? <laughs> My wife, when she's mad, uh, and then snow. Like, I don't like snow. It just weirds me out. It's shifty and cold. Um, you know, deal with that here. Ever, right? Well, except for a couple weekends ago when it like snowed dusty. in Scottsdale, but I mean, how often does it snow out here? And then it disperses quickly. Yeah, like once every five or six years it gets cold enough to snow and actually call it winter. So that's obviously some of the attraction, you know. I'm a, I'm a proud Sun Devil. Go Devils. Yeah, sure. Go I, Devils. Uh, looked at other options for school, but... Fear the Fork. Wanted to, uh, you know, proud of that and, and proud to have that degree on my wall. And big Cardinals fan. Sons are terrible right now, but we're up and coming. And Diamondbacks got our only championship here. So lots of things to be proud of uh, of here that I, the rest of the country doesn't give us credit for. So Good stuff, good stuff. What was the biggest thing that you learned so far in the process of doing the podcast? Or not in the process... Just do the episodes that we've done. What's one of the big things that you learned? I learned a lot of, throughout really all the episodes, but I, honestly, I think the biggest one we did with uh, with Greg down at the racetrack. Yeah. Um, was the uh, Gaz Gazden purchase? Yeah. Right. So you learn about that in school. You hear about it. You know what it is. But I never knew it was. I guess it was that close to home. Right. I got friends that live out in Australia and. Uh, I didn't know that when I go out to dinner at my friend's house in Straight Mountain Ranch that 
Oh, this was Mexico a hundred and how many years ago, right? Old Mexico. Right. So, yep. uh, uh, I mean, that, that just, again, adds more of a history to it, the territorial time, right, before... I think that, because I go back and forth to the East Coast a lot, and one of the things I enjoy about going to the East Coast is just the the volumes of history that you have back there. But uh, sometimes, because I grew up in the West, I grew up in San Diego, and, and you don't have a chance to really do a lot of that... Uh, what I call uh, touch it, smell it, taste it kind of history, where you actually get to physically be where history happened, and right. I mean, and the Gadsden Purchase thing was yeah, the Gadsden certainly, and I mean, obviously back east you have, you know, Philly and you know D.C. So we're Declaration of Independence and Civil War sites. I mean, obviously we we don't always compete with that, but I think just being such a transplant town that we are and Grown the way we've grown by people moving out here. Obviously, they bring their their culture, and it, it's it's great because you get a big melting pot. Unless unless you go to a, a Cowboys game or a Raiders game, you know. Then <laughs> hey hey, easy Tiger. Don't like uh, don't, don't like them don't, bringing their culture here. But I don't uh, see the I don't see the Cardinals in the playoffs. But anyway, hey man, with our good looking coach, it's going to be here soon. Watch. He is from Texas. It looks like Ryan Gosling. <laughs> He's adorable. Um, we'll we'll make sure to. Tag them on our IG account. There we go. <laughs> um, and, and so again, just obviously they bring a lot of that with them, and maybe that overshadows people don't know the history of because it's not as as prevalent. Or you, you know, have to dig for it. Yeah, you have to kind Literally. of go looking for it. Literally, you have to dig for it, right? Right. Well, what's one of the biggest things that you learned, or the heart? Let's say one of the obstacles that had to be overcome with doing the podcast. Well, you're just doing it, producing it, yeah. Editing? Yeah, editing and <clears throat> recording it. As you can tell, our recording is not of the utmost quality. Do you uh, do you have a background in, in this kind of thing? Yes, my background is in finance, so it perfect, completely <laughs> prepares me for podcasting. Exactly. Yes. Um, no, not at all. So obviously just learning it as we go. Never going to become pro at this, but... I don't know. Practice makes perfect, man. That's what I say. Hey, we just keep going at it, right? That's right. Well, you know, and getting the positive feedback that we've gotten from some of our listeners. We really have enjoyed the five-star reviews on Apple Podcasts. Hint, 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 hint. What other... Uh, was there any other what was a, a fantastic moment or a highlight for you the day we published the first episode or something other other than that because <laughs> that was a highlight for me oh it's it's certainly fun again seeing your you, you know fruits of your labor right I was like doing yard work right because I clean my front yard which I have rocks because it's Arizona and I have like two bushes Two of them I don't trim, but I blow the leaves out, right? It's hard work. And I sit back and I just look at it and look how pretty my rocks and bricks are, right? But it's instant gratification. You do, you, do you rake your rocks? So it's at a, it's at a slope. i got to make sure I get the, the degree just right, you know? So it looks good. Um, the scorpions have a place to crawl. 
hey, you know, <laughs> invading their landscape. Um, so, yeah, I think just putting out the first episode, putting the website together, you know, just just cool, kind of cool to see. And, again, it's something that, uh, you know, created and put out. And whether people listen to it or not, whatever, we still done it, right? And we, we, we put it out and, and you know. <coughs> you can't going. lose the education that we earned. Yeah. So, so we, we learned a lot, I think. And uh, the the whole website thing was a process of searching out and finding the right website for us and the right way to design it. I think that uh, we've gotten quite a few accolades on that as well. Right. So I think that I think that is is a real benefit. I think the other uh, just an excuse to get out and see people, you know, meet people, uh, people that have otherwise would not have. Uh, would not be out and meeting and seeing and learning these things, right? Met some new friends, right? We got so the first one we had Greg again from the racetrack, and then um, who else? Who Ju- we Judy Cook from Mitchell Park from, Museum. From Park, she's wealth of knowledge. Oh, that well, when you start interviewing me, I'll get to my favorite spots. And um, who else we got? We got uh, you got Sarah Boyd from the Wigwam. Oh yes, of course, yeah. Our we good got, friend Sarah. Uh, Hi, Sarah. Um, Laura Hansen from the Saddle Mountain Brewing. That just gives an excuse to go uh, drink and eat. Just go eat good burgers. <laughs> yeah, that was. Both, by the way, Mountain. by the way, Laura, fantastic job by your cooks on the food that we ate. Enjoyed that very much. I recommend it highly. Every time I talk to anybody, it's just all again. You know, then I need them this next season. Get out of. Uh, Get out of town a little bit here, and yeah, that's what I was gonna say. What are you looking forward to with the podcast? Because I mean, we can go any, any way on it, right? So you don't have to stay in the Phoenix area. I mean, there's so much to still. We'll continue to talk about it in Phoenix, and like, I wanted I want to talk to the Herd Museum. I want to talk to. I mean, there's a lot in Phoenix that I want to talk to, but or talk with. Yeah, we got but, them. We got but them. I want to go up north when there's snow on the ground right now. Got the spring training. Yep. Yeah, you know, we'll do a bit with them and sports teams, just every you know everything about it. Um, you know, um, going up north maybe. Yep. We we still. That's good stuff. Good stuff. What about you? This is Lamb. We're out here in your back porch. So, I love uh, my back porch. Been hanging out here with you since uh, a long time ago. I enjoy hanging out here with you. Probably longer for you than for me, but... Uh, no, with you. With you. Yeah, I was like, what, 12? No, 16. 16. He's, uh, he's a wee, he's a wee uh, 31 now. But nonetheless. For me, I think the reason I wanted to do the podcast was... I've always had a dream of doing a radio show. I think from the first time I heard of this guy named Wolfman Jack, he was on uh, Happy Days back when I was a kid. My parents watched Happy Days. It was a show set back in the 50s when a lot of Americana was happening. 
But he would say, Hi, this is Wolfman Jack coming to you live from Madison Square Garden. You can edit that out if you want. But anyway, I've always wanted to do a radio show. And I, I, like, I like learning about people. And I like hearing people's stories. So what I wanted to do was provide an avenue that kind of satisfied both of those things. Uh, satisfy my desire to have a radio show. But honestly, I don't think that people really want to hear me talk. No, I would agree with that. Yeah, just shut up already. You will. Anyway. <laughs> but, but what I wanted to do is provide an avenue for people to tell their stories. Because people are so interesting. There are so many good stories out there. You never know what somebody's history is until you start communicating with them and start asking them questions about their history. I mean, like, for example, I never would have guessed that Laura Hansen was a native to Arizona and she grew up in that small little town out there uh, out by Rainbow Valley. And I never would have guessed that. Um, I never uh, would have would have learned some of the things that I learned about why why are peacocks on ranches and why I asked somebody the same question about Saguaro Ranch Park and she said the exact same thing you know there's all those peacocks, all peacocks. up by Glendale Community College and uh, it was to uh, to keep snakes away we just called it Peacock Park that's all we'd go to when I was a kid <laughs> Peacock Park go look at the peacocks there you go but I, I really wanted to just provide an avenue where people could tell their story and I could learn about them. So I guess I, I want to say it was selfishness, but it really wasn't selfishness. Because I, I wanted to do something where I could share the, the greatness, like you said, the greatness of Arizona. Arizona is a great state. We don't get a lot of good press sometimes, but there is a lot of very interesting, very talented, great people here who are either native or not so native, like myself. I mean, I grew up in uh, in, in the military. Uh, my dad was in the Navy. I grew up the, the first 19 years of my life were in the Navy. And we moved out here to Arizona, and he decided he wanted to move to Arizona to go to school, and, and then the price was right to, to keep living here. And so he decided to stay living here, and I, I frankly, I got tired of moving. I moved... I counted it up the other day. I moved about 12 or 13 times in my life before I, I finally planted my roots here wow. and, and bought this house here. Yeah. So that was a, the longest time I've ever lived any one particular place. Right. <clears throat> so that's kind of why I wanted to do the podcast. Right. I think you've always enjoyed the, the history and, like you said, the story behind why people do things, right? Like why, right. why is the wigwam the wigwam, right? Like... Tire tracks. That was one thing I didn't mention, right? Tire track in the windows, you know. Oh yeah, that was that, that was fascinating, wasn't it? Uh, I mean, again, little things like, like you and like I like geek out and that stuff. Like, I told my wife, she's like, "Oh, that's that's cute." She's not a, <laughs> she's not a student of history, right? And so, anytime something unique like that, there's a, there's a reason, there's a story, and something that led them to that. And now, whenever I go to the wigwam, I see it everywhere. It's all over. It's not just in that, in that. Uh, Oh, what they call that room? The organization house. Right. It's not just in the organization house. If you walk through, going towards where the ballrooms are, right. all the windows on the doors are that same pattern. And I was like, holy cow, I never recognized it until she, 
till Sarah pointed it out. And I'm like, oh, it's, it's, it is everywhere. Holy cow. You know, and the wigwam, what's, what, what I think that is so great about the wigwam is they have done a fantastic job of not only marketing to, to outside of Arizona, but there's, they've also built a solid reputation in the community and where, where they're at in, in the Southwest Valley. Absolutely. Uh, they've, they've done a fantastic job with that. And even though a lot of people in the East Valley don't know what the wigwam is, the wigwam has sustained itself for over a hundred years, and it's not by accident. Right. It's because it's a first-class resort. Right. And they, they do fantastic work out there. They take really, really good care of you. Uh, and every time I'm there, I notice that it seems like there's nothing but quiet around me. You know, once, once you get a, if if there's a party going on in the... In the in the main part of the resort, or there's something you get out by where the rooms are, and it's just like silence. Definitely an oasis. Yeah, yeah, it's just remarkable to me. Yeah, frankly. So what else would uh, uh, obviously talk about some of your your high points, things that you learned? But well, same same to you. What would be your your biggest difficulty? Was it you know that we. Getting all this equipment together, recording, or, or what? What did Rob Lamb have to overcome to make this happen? I think actually working the schedule, because yeah. you and I are both gainfully employed in other industries. You know, I, I'm also in the financial services industry on a different side of it, but just and, and we're both family guys. You have kids and wives, and trying to trying to manage our schedules and make it convenient for or make an opportunity for us to be able to meet with these people because we, we meet with them after normal business hours you know six o'clock in the evening right. generally and and trying to work that out so that they're and, and and everybody that has spent time with us has spent time with us free of charge and 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 made time outside of their maybe normal operating hours in order to and and for that I'm very thankful that that people have done that because it's hard to get away when you're when you're either working for somebody else or you're you have appointments that that you have to manage for your clients right uh, to get away to do what what frankly I really love which is talking to people and getting to know them so I think that that for me was the biggest hurdle overcoming uh, figuring out the schedule because I had to manage your schedule had to manage my schedule had to manage the schedule with the people that we were interviewing and and, and figuring out all those kind of things so I'll tell you just in case you forget to ask because I know you're forgetful my highlight I mean they were all great episodes I learned so much from each and every one of them one of the things that I really enjoyed learning from Judy Cook besides the Peacock story was where the word, the the name for Sarival Road came from. Oh yeah, that was very interesting. I, <laughs> I never, I always thought it was maybe some, maybe some Russian guy moved out here and they shortened the name up. Maybe his name was Sarvalinsky or something. I don't know, but to learn that Sarival Road stood was a mashup. You know, mashups are really popular nowadays, but to learn that it was a mashup of Salt River Valley Road. Right. That that 
that just kind of, I don't know. That was that was really cool to me. That was big. Yeah. That was fascinating. Again, just geeking out on local history is 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 a is a hoot. Good. So, how's your cigar coming along there? It's quite nice. Burning quite nice. Nice, uh, nice, nice edge on there. I tell you what, nothing like a good cigar with a good friend. Agreed. On and a nice, beautiful Arizona night. What what are we at? It's, I mean, it's a balmy sixty degrees right now out here. It's terrible, terrible. For those of you back east, it's January I, the tenth. It's January the tenth. I welcome you to come visit us. Stay at the wigwam. Go to the Litchfield Park Museum because they're open now for regular business. Go to the Saddle Mountain Brewing. Grab yourself a a, a three hundred foot Steve. That was an interesting story, by the way. Did you know the the whole uh, the whole way that Goodyear, the city of Goodyear, figured out a way to make it so that the brewery could be there, even though it was within range of uh, school. Uh, a school and uh, I I think that that was uh, that was what what government city government should do they should remove those obstacles but I don't want to jump down some political trail right now so yeah it was just obviously it was great to hear the stories about everybody and our our friends over there 8-bit you know he took took what he loved and beer and video games and you know, you mentioned the word mashup. He mashed them up together into a unique and uh, fun little place over there in Avondale. And uh, so again, all all just just like us to we've put together this uh, this episode and this series here. Uh, get a get a shed light on on people like like himself and like everybody else that have again have an idea and had to do something they love and been off the background in it and they just go out and do it. Yeah, I mean, uh, Ryan's a great example of uh, one of my new favorite podcasts, by the way. I'll give a shout-out to How I Built This. It's by NPR. But just just learning about, especially learning about some of these businesses and how they did it. You know, learning about Ryan and, and how he decided to, I mean, was brewing, brewing beer and just decided, you know what? I'm tired of working for the man. I'm going to go I'm going to go open up a brewery and and my my wife and I love to play video games, so bada boom, bada bing, there you go. All good things. Yeah, yeah, and then you know, and and uh, uh, Saddle Mountain Brewing, how they started it up, and and um, uh, the wigwam. Uh, I mean, how that came to be, you know, because of a need for cotton. <laughs> now it's one of the five C's of Arizona, you know. I think that that was uh, that was fantastic. What are the other five there, Rob? The other four. The five C's of Arizona, and if you go to the wigwam, you can see this. They've got a great room over there uh, dedicated to the five C's. It's cotton, citrus, copper, cattle, cattle, and what we're enjoying right now with 60 degree weather, climate. The five C's of Arizona. Exactly. Well. So yeah, I think that uh, I think that we've got a great podcast here. I think that we've learned a lot. We're we're looking to head up into the Williams area with the next season. We appreciate your patience with us as we work through the holidays and had a couple of 
other things going on in our families. I, I had a death in the family. I had to make my way out to uh, Virginia and, and working through that. But we, we definitely appreciate you listening and enjoying our podcast. And we, uh, we're definitely looking forward to season two. You should be looking forward to season two, too, because we're looking for a couple of places up in northern Arizona that are great places to go in the heat of the summertime. Yeah. They're a great place to go anytime, actually. But for sure, they get a lot of visitors in the heat of the summer. And uh, the, the other places down in uh, southeast, southwestern Arizona, uh, not a lot of people have... A little, little more history maybe coming from... Uh... Go back to our territorial roots, right? Yeah. That. Um, yeah, there you go. Make it up into the the mine country, right? Another big history of Arizona. And what's that? Uh, Cottonwood and... Um, Jerome. Jerome. So, uh, again, all, all things to, uh, coming up here in the next uh, handful of seasons and keep us going as long as we can, you know? And, again, if you uh, have a personality, you would like to join us, at a specific spot, hit us up on our pot, on our website, notsonativepodcast.com. Hit the contact button and let us know where it is that you want to go and we'll we'll meet you there. We'll bring our recording equipment and you can tell us about why you love that particular place. We'd love to meet you and get to hear your story as well. And thank you to our sponsors this year, right? Absolutely. If you want to go outside of uh, Arizona, you can hit up Ted Rasheran with Cruise Planners. He doesn't just do cruises, by the way. But, in fact, right now, today, he is in Havana, Cuba. Oh, look at that. Bring and back pick, some. He's, some pick, he's picking up a couple of smokes for me. Thank you, Ted. Thank you, thank you. And also, it's never too early to talk to a tax professional, Mary Reha. She is my tax accountant. Is she yours? I just sent somebody over to her today, actually. All right, there you so. go. So, we are in the business of keeping business going in Arizona. So thank you very much to our sponsors as well. Mary's a great gal, by the way. We should have her on the podcast, smoking cigars and drinking some bourbon. I heard that she likes to do that. All good things. All good things. So again, if you guys have, uh, like, like Rob was saying, any ideas, or if you just know somebody that, uh, again, we're looking at spring training or, or sports teams or, you know, you guys gonna make an introduction? We we uh, we certainly appreciate it. Yeah, if you if you know somebody that's got a great story that we could interview, we'd love to have the feedback and love to have the opportunity. Right on. All right, ladies and gentlemen, thanks again for listening. We appreciate your time and we appreciate you uh, doing this. You have a great day, America. Have a good night. season of the Not So Native podcast is brought to you by MLR Professional Tax and Accounting Service, your full-service tax and accounting business. Located at 2440 North Litchfield Road, Suite 208, Goodyear, Arizona. You can reach them at 623-505-7141 or MLRProTaxService.com. Tax season is right around the corner. It's never too early to talk to a tax pro. Call, click, or come by 623-505-7141 or MLRProTaxService.com.
Thank you for joining us here at the Not So Native Podcast. Be sure to check us out on our website, notsonativepodcast.com, and leave a comment or two. Also, follow us on social media to get the latest update on our adventures. Until next time. Until next time. Thank you.